Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand sack. Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman. What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And today we got um, somebody who I call family, right? Um, I've had a bunch of guests, even really close friends. Uh, people I've played against, people I've played with, um, or some people to just watch me play over the years. Uh, but this one, I'm happy to you know call this guy family, um, someone who mentored me as a kid when I was in high school. Um, Lavar Arrington uh, from the former Washington football team uh, when he got drafted by by the team, and I was at Frederick Douglass High School in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. I convinced Lavar's younger brother to come and play high school basketball with me, and that's how. LeVar and I uh, relationship started uh, with somebody who I've always looked up to and, and uh, looked at as a mentor. And one of the reasons why I started off early, I give him a lot of credit because I got a chance to be around a another pro and seen the lifestyle, found out how to work and read playbooks and watch film and just how to go about my everyday life. Uh, and this was at, at the age of 16, 17. So LeVar Arrington. What, what's, what's going on, man? Man, bro. Are you are you are you coaching right now too, right? All right, so I'm taking the year off because I have kids that where I would coach. They went. I coached them last year, so they can't follow me. So I'm gonna take. I'm taking the year off, which it's man man's freshman year. So I'm just watching him and and watching it and the guys, and then when we get back to the. Uh, the other kids, their senior year, I'm I'm gonna come back on the sideline. So so how how has that been? Because you you've always you've always kind of you know took guys in your wing. I, me being one of them, you know, as a as a kid and stuff like that, man. But you really just kind of got into the coaching aspect. As far as I knew you when I was growing up, and you kind of took me under your wing. It was more of like a mentorship. When, when did I, when did the whole coaching thing come around? Man, I I had I had mentored for so long it had morphed into training. So now I was using training to, to like be the catalyst of me being able to mentor guys. And I was pretty good at it. So once I realized that I was pretty good at teaching, it was like kind of the next step for me to prove to myself or add to my resume was how good would I be able to take 
um, the skills that I use and and training to coaching because training is a lot different than coaching as well, you know. And, and so I, I actually got pulled into coaching by Antonio Pierce to Long Beach Poly, which was really cool because you go into a scenario where there is such rich culture and tradition to, to that program. And I coached linebackers. I, I assisted Claiborne on, on as, as a defense coordinator with, with the defense schemes. But, you know, when I was sitting in the meetings and, and like just kind of getting into it, it's like, man, like I start I start saying to myself, it's like I could call this offense or set this offensive situation up better like they think because if you play one side of the ball that you don't know the other side right right and 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 so it's kind of funny because being good at playing defense was because I was really good at playing offense and I just applied what I did on defense to the, the understanding of how I play you know and thought on offense you know what I mean so it, it kind of went from schematically it's like man I'm limiting myself I would like to go build a program so I was like, I'm going to fight to try to get a job. And, and, and the school I ended up going to, I got a head coaching job. And it was a small private school in Pasadena. Um, got my opportunity. And when I got my opportunity, we, we won six games my first year and went to the playoffs. We hosted a home playoff game. So we were good enough to host a home game. We lost. We got our heads beat in. Um, but it was a successful season. And then we came back my second year and we, we had the same, like the same exact season, almost is six, seven, when, when, when season, and we made it to the playoffs again, literally Sean, I was playing with two, three linemen and like 19 kids, how small our team was. It was like not even a lot of kids. So I was like making chicken soup out of chicken, you know what? And, and so, this last year, I had a couple really, really good, good young men that were aging, and we had the abbreviated year, and we went undefeated and won uh, the league championship. So I've since set, stepped down because the numbers and the participation weren't good enough. The support from the school wasn't good enough um, to build the program. So, you know, my son is going into high school, and the kids that had came and followed me to Maranatha to come there – they they needed to go to a, a better a better situation. So that's where we're at currently. But coaching, it just it just kind of happened. Who, so I never ask you this, but because you've been mentoring so many of these kids and so many of a lot of these kids actually came around and became something like big, you know, they've done as produced. Yeah. Who were some of the guys? Because you played with some of the people who I watched growing up. Like you you played with Bruce Smith. Uh, Arnstead, yeah. Um, God, who else? Yeah. Dion, Dion, Dion I mean, you, Sanders. Yep, Daryl Green, Champ Bailey. Who was one of the guys like that? Because you mentored so many people. Like when you came in the locker room, that you that kind of like grabbed you up. And I remember me walking in the locker room. It was like LT, Lorenzo Neal. Um, you know, at the time Roman Oban had just you know just came over too. Um, and you know Jamal Williams. Uh, Randall Godfrey, Donnie Edwards. So I walked in the locker room full of guys that were in the league ten plus years. And so, who who was that for you when on, on your team? Yeah, those some good names. Uh, when I came into the league, probably probably prime. Uh, but I would say Marco Coleman was probably the one that had the biggest influence on me in terms of just how I handle things as as you know, pro. 
he was an OG by the time I had came in and, and he definitely, his locker, they put me next to his locker. Um, he was always, you know, chew some gum, calm down, like chew some gum. That, that was his thing. Like, like I'd be like so tightly wound up. I'd be breathing all hard. He'd be like, just get in here, take this piece of gum, chew the gum, bro. Like relax. Um, uh, and he was an OG off the field too. So I learned a lot about how to handle things um, off the field. A lot of, a lot of the things I did, um, I learned to do it in house. Don't, don't go anywhere. Um, I corrupted you in, in, in so many ways with, with early, just how my home was, just the environment that was there from things in my house, like Marco and, you know, is have fun at your crib, be safe, um, secure, and, and, and really position yourself where you don't have to have any regrets about, you know, the times that you're having. And that was one of the quickest lessons that I learned when I got to the league. But I'd say Sean Barber was, was a, a pretty good, he was a dope friend. I won't say he was a mentor. We were just, we were like brothers and, and how close we were um, when, when I got in. I learned a lot from him um, organically. Uh, but I would say Marco Coleman was probably the one that had the biggest influence on me in terms of just how I handle things as, as you know, pro. Why are you smiling, man? Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Because <laughs> I want to add up. Because you know what, I want to ask you something about about uh, Barbara uh, with the car. All right, good, good. Is it cool? How you know about that? I I know about everything. So he he borrowed my he borrowed my three sixty Medina. 
I was out of town. He borrowed my 360 Medina and wrecked it. <laughs> wrecked my car. I, I, I never knew. So, I, you know, I was around, but I wasn't like around when it happened. But I think I, I might have been around Stephen Davis or what. It was some, It was one of the guys I was around and I was a kid. I think I was, I was, yeah, I was young. I was like probably 16, 17 at the time. And so I heard he had, uh, the, uh, Barbara had barred your car. And so that's true. That's 100% that happened. <laughs> yeah. He borrowed the car, drove it, I believe, to Richmond, Virginia. But we were this tight. Now, we were tight enough where he could go get my keys and, and knew where my keys were and take my car. So he drove the car to Richmond. I think on his way back, he wrecked, <laughs> wrecked my ride. I do honestly. Wrecked I, my I ride. kept it. Just it's, when you brought up his name, I wanted to ask that story because I was I was young then, and that's a true story. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I, there's no way in hell. you're a lot better than yeah. me because there's no there's no way in hell I would have. We was tight. You you and listen, you were. You were around me, so you know how I was. Like I, I just, yeah. you know, if you was in my circle, I loved you. We was, it, yep. it is what it is. Like I just take it at face value. Now, if he was somebody different, if it was somebody different, it would have been some smoke. You know, you know, Big Dre and them might have been up in there, had had to do yoked up for me while I pointed at him and, and, and touched him on his chest and told him what's going to happen to you right now, but. So it was like, I was more happy. He was, he was okay more so than anything else. Like you all right, you know, now get my car fixed. You know what I mean? And we went from there, but yeah, that's a true story. Dude. I, I, I always, um, I always wanted to ask you, it's funny. It's funny. You said that, but I, when you brought his name up, I, the first thing I started thinking about what, um, let me, let me add, because we, you know, a couple of minutes, I want to ask you something about the, the whole Simone Biles thing. Cause I tweeted something the other day, um, about, okay. You know, uh, mental, mental health, which, I don't know about you, Vaughn, man, but I, you know, when I retired, especially when you do it from an injury, because you, it's crazy, man, how our, you know, kind of stories and paths have, have matched up in, in a lot of Are different very ways. Very similar, yeah. Um, because of the yeah. injuries and, and and having coming off of the highs of highs and being known as the best of what you do, and get injured and not not really kind of finding your way again. For me, when I retired, that first year or two was kind of rough, and I had plenty of things lined up to do. It's just that I felt like. I had more and I was never able to get to do that more. And that was that was me personally. So, you know, that the, the whole depression things there, the anxiety, the stress, the, all you know, just the, everything. But I tweeted something the other day about Simone Biles about, um, you know, mental health is important, but so is mental toughness. So, you know, I, it, it, to me, it wasn't a big thing. I looked mm. and it got retweeted like 13,000 times or, so, or, or like 13,000 times, retweeted 3,000 times. And, you know, I had a bunch of negative ass comments. And for me, I don't I don't really care. You know, we we cut from a different cloth. Of where course. We, we're not sitting around worrying about what, a damn what nobody's saying. We're going to say what we say. Right. Um. Uh, your but, opinion is your opinion. It's your opinion. And and everybody got to respect that. You know, and I come from a side of respect yeah. somebody else's opinion, even if I don't believe in what they're saying. Um, but I feel like personally that if I wasn't mentally tough, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been, we couldn't be doing this right now because I wouldn't have been here. You know, I wouldn't have been in a position to mm-hmm. even continue on because, you know, so many things happen to all of us. Everybody got their own different story, whether it's injury or something happened to you as a kid or something that we all deal with but i just simply made the statement of being mentally 
Uh, mental health, it obviously, is very important because, you know, I'm, I'm a big I do uh, hot yoga. I meditate and do stuff. Even now, when I go and do my MMA and boxing and stuff, it's still a, a form of meditation for me, period. So I believe in mental health. It's a very important thing. But also, I, I'm, I'm not going to let anybody use that as a crutch. And I see that nowadays, in my opinion, I'm seeing a lot of that being used as a crutch as opposed to somebody saying, you know what, I'm just having a tough time right now. This is life. This like this happens in life, man. What what do you what do you feel about that? I think there's a fine line that that is that exists there between the whole idea of having mental toughness versus understanding what the mental health and the value of the mental health is. Um, in Simone Bowser's case, I feel like the fact that she had to come out and be the one that was having the conversation about it was incorrect, right? It just tells you how far behind people are in terms of understanding how serious mental health is. It's not more so because when you think about mental toughness, mental toughness is more so you digging deep and finding a way to continue on. It would be more comparable to say, imagine if you had to play a game with a fully ruptured Achilles tendon or a fully, a fully ruptured ACL. You know what I mean? Like, like have the mental toughness to get up and go back out there and finish the game. That to me is the equivalent of mental health. So for her to be in a situation where she had to pull herself out for her to have to give the explanation, it just continues to show that we're not, we're still not to the place of where we need to be to understand how exactly to approach mental health. You can you can have uh, five, six different people come out there if she breaks her arm or breaks her leg while she's competing and they'll check her physically and they'll cart her off and everybody will have closure on her not competing because you were able to visually see why she can't compete. And that's been like the age old argument with, with mental health is you can't see mental health. You can see it when it's not there, when it's not present by the way people do things, but you can't see it in general. Like, think about with Junior, like, you know, you wouldn't be able to see that he was dealing with things emotionally and mental health wise because he was too dope of a dude. Like, you're too busy admiring dude, but he's sitting there and all of the mental health injuries that he had that probably needed like surgery you never address it. All the injuries that you sustained during your career, you were able to get the physical aspect of your body together, but they never addressed your mental. They never, they never did a diagnostic uh, deal or did mental rehab on you. And if somebody approached us to do it, it's so foreign to us. We look at it like, I'm not crazy. I don't need mental health assistance. I'm, I'm good. I feel strong. I'm getting my body back together. But now I think that things are changing in a way where the, the conversation has to be had that if you can spend millions of dollars on a training facility for lifting weights or a training facility for physical rehab, why can't you put millions of dollars and, 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 you know, commitment into the mental health rehab as well? You should be able to go in there and you should be able to do the, the same type of exercises that get you physically 
ready to go. You should be able to go to a place that mentally gets you ready to go as well. It's like we're 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 we are patched up, we are fixed, and we are put back on the field. And the only time that the mental health issues become real issues is once we're retired. So now those mental health issues come out, and it's like we were never getting them fixed. So it's it's like compiling a whole bunch of physical injuries through the years and never addressing them. You know, there should have been support in terms of how Simone Bowles was withdrawn, how it was handled was what made it kind of, it comes down to interpretation. Like when we hear athletes say, it's up to us to create an interpretation and have an opinion of it. But if a trainer would have came out and said like, look, this is what's going on. She has to deal with this, da, da, da. We'll give you uh, an update, as, just like how they do in sports on anything else. We'll give you an update as it unfolds. We got to do some evaluating, da, da, da. We'll reevaluate it, and then we'll get back to you. That's really how it should have been handled, honestly speaking. But the fact that we don't, we don't pay attention to it the way that we need to, it played out, in my opinion, from the jump, it played out the wrong way. No, 100%. Hey, Var, man, I appreciate you, man, for just stopping in real quick. And then um My God. One, one, one of these days we gotta we we gotta do a long hour just on just all this, man, just in general. Um, because I do yeah. think I do think there's a, a direct correlation with a lot of this stuff. And obviously, you know, we we talk all the time, but maybe getting an opportunity to share some of this information with, with people out here and you know, you don't know who's listening, who who's gonna help. We're gonna make a difference, man. It's coming. The time is coming. We just gotta keep grinding. It's gonna happen. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Love you, man. Appreciate it. Love you too, boy. All right. Thanks guys for listening to another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And uh that was that was awesome. And I honestly we, we could have probably went another forty five minutes to an hour. Um but we had a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, Lavar's, uh, you know, been a great mentor to others, and now a great coach. Um, and his work ethic has always been undeniable. So, thank you guys for listening to another Lights Out podcast. Me, Sean Merriman, and uh, we'll be back again soon. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.